Unanswered prayers can take your breath away, shake your world, and challenge your faith. How do we move forward after a season of committed, believing prayer when the answer was not what we were hoping? There are many mysteries about God's ways we will never understand on earth, but yet we can trace some answers that we'll find in the unanswered. And that's what we'll be talking about on today's episode of Storming the Gates. Welcome to Storming the Gates, a podcast that celebrates the power of prayer. You will be inspired, equipped, and find strength for every battle you face. Hello, and welcome to Storming the Gates, and this is your host, Joni Scott. I am so happy to be with you here again today, and I am so thankful that you are here with me. We're together, we're going to talk about the power of prayer. I recently have returned from a prayer battle, but I came back without the victory I sought. And I have to tell you guys, I was fighting as hard as I could. I mean, I got up early. I'm kneeling. I have the Bible before me. I'm seeking. I'm calling on God's name. Promises. I was like reading promises, the same one three times a day. It just felt like God had given me that. And besides all of that, a number of prayer warriors joined forces. And we all kept those prayers going. There was a group on Messenger praying for the healing of a past pastor, friend, relative, and that person was battling COVID. Well, even as my son was singing the song, It Is Well With My Soul, on one dim, cold February morning, God chose to take this man to his eternal home. The thing is that those left behind on earth are left with a thousand questions that don't have an answer and so many unrealized hopes. I'm wondering today if something similar has ever happened to you. Maybe you have sought the Lord long and hard, probably believing what you asked for was his will. Maybe even you had some scriptures to prove it. And still the outcome was not what you expected. And I know that that can really rattle us. I know how I felt. Like, I envisioned those pictures of lonely, war-torn soldiers returning from battle on a dusty road. And I felt like such a soldier returning from a fierce battle. And I was weary, dirty, dusty, tired, dragging my sword besides me. In the unanswered, we will grieve what was not attained. Even though we still hold those empty prayer requests before God, And we offer him our faith despite the disappointment. In fact, I believe that such faith, the faith where we give God what we have, even when it doesn't make sense, is powerful before God's throne. And then there's that introspection, asking ourselves, well, was this prayer actually answered somehow in God's way and not mine? Or was God just saying, no, did I pray well enough, long enough, hard enough? Was there something else I was supposed to do? All right, so I know in the Bible we gravitate towards all the answers to prayer we find there. God's book actually does contain many examples of what we would call unanswered prayers. And I want to look at some of them today in order to give you strength and encouragement for the times when you find yourself dragging a sword home on a dusty road. And stick around to the end, because I'm also going to share a few thoughts on overcoming the disappointment of a seemingly unanswered prayer, as well as uh, update you on a few things happening in my world. 
Well, as we look at these scripture examples, keep two things in mind. Number one, all these heroes of our faith also sought miraculous interventions as they prayed. So no matter who you are or how close you walk to the Lord, there is going to be those moments. God's ways are simply not our ways. And number two, I do not think any prayer is actually unanswered because God hears all of them and he knows everything. So an unanswered prayer is really one with an unexpected or disappointing outcome for the one who prays. And let's start by looking at Abraham. Abraham prayed and prayed and waited and waited for the promised son. He waited so long, he tried to make things happen himself. Uh Uh-oh, that produced Ishmael and years of family rivalry. And still the heavens were silent as Abraham and his wife grew old. Pretty soon, they well, pretty soon, maybe not pretty soon. After a long time, they were too old in earthly terms to have a child. And just as they determined, it ain't happening, we're not going to have a child. A miracle baby was born, Isaac, the son of the promise. What's the answer in the unanswered there? That God's timing is perfect. He has a plan. He has a season. Sometimes what seems like a no from the throne room is really a wait. God made sure the promised son had a miraculous birth, foreshadowing his own son's future birth. And I want to add, it strengthened Abraham and Sarah's faith, I'm sure. Okay, now let's take a look at Moses. Deuteronomy 3, verse 23 through 29 tells us that Moses pleaded with God to let him into the promised land. God responded with an unequivocal no. God was angry about a past incident and told Moses he was now going to raise up Joshua as the next leader. Nevertheless, he allowed Moses to see the promised land afar off from a mountain peak before he died. Well, ouch, that seems cruel. But It seems cruel to us because we don't like to think that the sin we harbor may play a role in prayer going unanswered. That means both the sin of the prayer and the prayee. But here's the answer in the unanswered. Despite his failure, Moses was honored by God throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament alike, for his great faith. He also saw that promised land from afar. And then God raised up Joshua whose time had come to lead, sometimes what we want might be getting in the way of someone else's opportunity. All right, let's move on to David, 2 Samuel 12, verse 16 through 18. David prayed for a son who died. Now, this is similar to Moses because the child's death was due to David's sin. But David was a man who knew God's heart, and he knew God was compassionate and may relent. So David lay on the ground, crying out and fasting for seven days, and yet that child died. God told David through the prophet Nathan that he was forgiven, and yet the child still died. You know, we may not always have a Nathan to explain why someone we love dies, and usually we have no understanding, especially when we look at the Bible and we know God has the power to raise the dead. But let's consider this. Death is not a terrible thing for a loved one who knows the Lord. It's a beginning of a beautiful new life. You know, 
quite a few years ago, I was praying for my stepdad when he was very close to death. And my daughter was over playing music and we're praying. And as we prayed, I had a picture in my mind and I saw uh, Wayne from the back and he was facing Jesus. And in the distance, I could see eternity and it was glorious. And so, so Jesus leaned over, looked at me as though to say, would you keep him from this? And even though eternity was very far away, it was still glorious. And I was like, no, I, I could not. And I found out later that at that very moment is about when Wayne did pass away and go on to that glorious eternity. We may want to keep people with us, but God knows his own eternal plans for them. Our weeping does break our Lord's heart, but he knows weeping endures for just a moment compared with the eternity of joy we will know someday. And again, was David's relentless prayer and fasting truly unanswered? In fact, the following verses show that David had another child with Bathsheba, a boy, Solomon, who would be the wisest man on earth and build a temple for the Lord. Okay, one more person we're going to look at is Jesus. Oh yes, Jesus had unanswered prayers as well. The most significant one took place in Matthew 26, verse 36 through 46. Could any living being have prayed as hard and fervently as Jesus? He cried out with a loud voice and weeping and asked his father to take this cup from me. He prayed with such agony, his sweat fell like blood. When's the last time you prayed that way? I mean, I never have. I don't even think we humans come close. Despite his pleading from the depth of his soul to be delivered delivered from the suffering he was about to endure, Jesus still carried his own cross to a dark hill and was crucified. The answer from heaven that day was no. There is no other way. You know, sometimes we have to look our unanswered prayer in the face and carry our own cross up a desolate hill. Sometimes there's just no other way except to endure. And the answer, the unanswered here is obvious. The salvation of the world was at stake. Let's look again at this from our own earthly viewpoint. Jesus' suffering proved to have a greater purpose than his pain. I'm wondering if you can trust God today that God's purpose can be greater than your pain. I recently heard a podcast with a gal named Jennifer Eichenhorst, a young mother. She accidentally killed a man on a motorcycle, and that began a long and horrific ordeal in her family's life. But it led her to begin a ministry called CADI, C-A-D-I. That's a faith-based group that helps people who cause accidental death or injury, and it enables them to navigate the many emotional issues and struggles that follow. I'm actually going to link to that in my show notes below. So while the Lord took the motorist home, despite Jennifer's prayers, he also used it to fill a much-needed purpose. And I am not saying he took the man for that purpose, simply that he allowed a purpose to grow from the painful experience. You know, we live in a fallen world. It's full of sin, pain, and death. There's no magic wand we wave, no perfect words, no level of fasting and prayer that makes the answer we desire happen automatically. It's about a relationship with God. 
We can't force his hand, no matter how much we want to. And death and pain are inevitable to us all. Yet, God can make something beautiful emerge in his time from whatever ashes are left behind when things go awry. Sometimes we get the answer we want, right? And sometimes we have to just simply surrender and trust. You know, I find sometimes it's difficult to pray again. Today, I prayed for someone in a similar situation as um, this other man had been, and it really took an act of faith to pray because it's difficult to jump back in again. So what do we do? We prayed and prayed, and yet the battle feels like a total loss. And now we wonder, where did I go wrong, and how do I pray again? So let's look at a few things to keep in mind when we go through those times. First of all, remember what we do know. In the unanswered, we simply must trust what is revealed as true in Scripture. God loves us. He loves you. He hears you. We know he sent his son to die on the cross for us, that if we receive his son, we will have eternal life. So we focus on those truths and embrace them. And then allow yourself to grieve. (laughs) Don't pretend it didn't hurt. There was something you expected that was not to be. So it's okay to cry over the loss and bring that sorrow to the God of all comfort. He will revive your heavy heart. Then remember previous answers. Recall to mind those past answers that once strengthened your faith. You know, it's interesting because at the same time we were praying for this man who ended up dying. I was also praying for a young gal who was dating my son, and she had been diagnosed with um, what looked like cancer, and she was going to have a tumor removed. And that was very serious. And you can um, hear all about that in my previous podcast episode, Fasting 2022, where I tell the whole story of the season. But Gabby went in for her surgery, and they did an ultrasound and discovered the tumor was gone. That was an amazing miracle. Because that miracle, I thought, well, surely, you know, this man whose name was Bill is going to live. But that was not the case. However, I know that God healed Gabby, so I know he is able and he can do it. And that strengthens our face once again, like keep going. Another thing that strengthens us is to read books of those who prayed and battled through seasons like this. For instance, I've been reading Reese Howell's Intercessor again. That is a powerful book if you've never read it. And in there, there's a story of a woman that Reese Howells was praying for, for months. And everyone in town knew he was praying, and they were waiting for her to be healed. And yet she died. Reese Howells actually did understand what had happened and why. But God told him to walk it as a failure, even though it was not. But it was used to humble Reese Howell and prepare him for the next season of intense intercession and the many miraculous healings that would follow. Another thing is to pray in the Spirit. You know, we don't know what to pray sometimes. Let God's Spirit pray through you. We may not have a prayer left in us. We don't know what to pray. Let the Holy Spirit intercede for us with groanings that are too deep for words. If you believe in the gift of tongues, this is a good time to use it. 
The Apostle Paul said it will build us up, and it will. Take a look at 1 Corinthians 14. This one isn't as easy, but be thankful, even though you don't get it, even though it hurts. Tell God, thank you. That is an act of faith. When we praise him, even though our heart is broken, he honors and blesses that. He blesses the faith that will trust in the dark. And then keep your why open-handed. You can ask why while shaking a fist of anger and resentment towards heaven. Or you can say, why? So there's why God and there's why God. When we keep our hands opened, we are leaving room for God to fill us and to bring comfort to our weary soul. And then think on whatsoever things are good, lovely, true, of good report. And you'll find that in Philippians 4.8. The unknown is likely going to remain unknown until heaven. But until then, we can call to mind all the blessings we have in the midst of our pain. So my own unanswered prayer was for an old friend, and he battled COVID a long, painful time. And I never quit feeling God wanted me to pray for his life and healing. In fact, I've mourned his passing onto heaven and what was not to be. Yet I can see that there were answers in my unanswered prayers. I actually had a supernatural experience during a prayer time for him where it seemed as though I was right in the courtroom of heaven. And I know God wanted to let us know that those of us who were praying had indeed broken through, even though the answer was not going to be what we wanted. A woman in far off Uganda who knew nothing of our family had a very personal and accurate word of wisdom about this situation. And what she said brought a light to things that is going to cause a floodgate of emotional healing. And as for Bill, he's simply enjoying a truly healed whole life within heaven's gates. And I'm certain he's not wishing he was back on earth the way we are. So is there truly an unanswered prayer? God has the eternal perspective. He loves us. Let's trust him. I have never known him to fail. Lord, I lift up those right now who are praying and asking why, why the thing that they've been seeking, looking for, believing for has not come to pass, at least not the way they expected. Lord, I pray that their wives will be open-handed. I pray they'll focus on the things that are good and be thankful for the good in the midst of it, that your spirit will pray through them. Lord, that you will remind them of stories from their own life and others' lives that will strengthen them and reinvigorate them to return to pray to you and believe for answers once again. Lord, I pray that they will allow themselves to grieve the loss and that they will allow your comfort to come in. And Lord, we remember that you do love us, that you do hear us, that you sent your only Son to die for us. I pray that we will not lose sight of who you are and the great things you do. Amen. If you have more thoughts on this, I welcome you strongly to send me a direct message on Instagram. The link is below. Or email me 
at Joni at stormingthegates.net. And a quick announcement here is that uh, my spring break is coming up. Some of you know I am a school bus driver. So I'm going to be gone, heading off to Florida for a nice warm vacation. But I will be back before you know it. And we are going to be looking at the Lord's Prayer. I am really excited about those future episodes and the Bible studies that are going to go with it. So sign up for the newsletter over at stormingthegates.net. God bless.